Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Hosting America's Betrayal on Renegade Talk Radio. You would not believe the feedback I've been getting on several of the columns and other radio programs that I have been discussing transgender, the insanity of promoting a mental disorder as normal, and the harm that it is causing our children to go to a doctor and have their healthy organs removed because they feel one day they are not a girl or a boy. Who in their right mind would tell an anorexic that she should eat less because she really is fat? Who in their right mind would tell a bulimic that she really needs to throw up more food? Nobody would do that. So why aren't we supporting therapy and psychiatry that has shown through reports and studies that there is something called gender dysphoria, there is something called assumption disorder. When you look in the mirror and you see that you are so fat, And disgusted with yourself when you're really 75 pounds. You are seeing something that doesn't actually, that doesn't reflect reality. And that is no different psychiatric reports and studies and the American Psychiatric Association and the head of Johns Hopkins who are reported on last week. And you can read his column in the Wall Street Journal. They're all saying this is a mental disorder. What people need to understand Someone waking up one day and saying they're a boy or a girl when they are not, and their biology says different. This is a mental disorder. Same thing with someone who rationalized having sex with animals. I can't even begin to tell you. I've been contacted by people who are telling me that my sources about sex with animals is, is false, that, I'm, that the, news or, the news articles I've been reading are actually inaccurate. And I said, oh, okay, well then, you would need to disprove the Daily Mail. You would need to disprove the International Business Times. You would need to disprove the, what I read was the English translation of the Danish newspaper. You would need to disprove these other news organizations that are interviewing people. And they said, well, no, no one who has sex with animals would ever go to these brothels you're describing. They don't exist. And I said, really? So then are you supporting having sex with animals? Do you, are you telling me that having sex with animals is normal and okay and you have a right to have sex with animals? Seriously? Okay, come on my show. Explain to me. Tell me. How am I wrong that having sex with animals is is uh, beyond disgusting and and some kind of sickness that people need help with. Not only are they violating themselves, but they are harming helpless animals. How is this okay? And by the way, if you can have sex with animals and that's normal, then why not be able to have sex with children? Because are children equally or less than less defensive than animals? So. I have a guy telling me that the sources I'm citing are wrong, but yet he won't come on the show to talk to me about why having sex with animals is okay. Or how all of these other news organizations, their quotes and their reporting are just false. 
Well, if other zoophiles are saying they would never go to these brothels and that they do have sex with animals, then what makes having sex with animals their way better than going to a brothel or not? This is the insanity that people are communicating to me in terms of their support for having sex with animals. I am not kidding. I cannot make this up. You can read it on my Twitter feed line. Seriously. Then I have a guy who gives me uh, information about H.R. 1913, which was the Pedophile Protection Act that was being debated in 2009 in the Florida legislature. I kid you not. There is a Pedophile Protection Act. Representative L.C. Hastings, a Democrat in Florida, said, quote, all of these philias and fetishes and isms that were put forward need not live in fear because of who they are. So now a pedophile shouldn't live in fear of who they are because having sex with children is who they are. I want you to think about this. This is an elected representative and a legislator and a legal body in the state of Florida in 2009. Representative Alcee Hastings. I'm going to quote it again. All of these philias and fetishes and isms that were put forward need not live in fear because of who they are. This is her statement during the Pedophile Protection Act, H.R. 1913, during 2009. This is where we're heading. People want to give legal rights now for pedophiles and zoophiles. It's okay. This fetish, this ism, this philia, whatever they are, this is who they are. We need to accept them and embrace them. Well, I want to tell you about pedophilia and pedophiles. And I want to talk to you about somewhere where it is legal to do this. Under the institutionalized violence against women considered as a quote-unquote righteous act, Sharia law legalizes pedophilia. In fact, it promotes it. Why? Because Muhammad, who people enslaved in Islam believe is their leader or a wonderful prophet who describes from messages he had that nobody else witnessed a conversation with this Gabriel with this angel Gabriel and later someone translates and writes down into the Quran in the Quran which by the way I have a copy of my copy is the English translation I got this in New York it's translated by M.H. Shakir it's published by Tariq Tarsio Quran Inc. from Elmhurst, New York I have the 15th U.S. edition 2005 I have a Quran for anyone who wants to dispute what I say buy a Quran and read it don't talk to me about Islam being a peaceful religion unless you've actually read the Quran you understand how to read it and you understand Understand the concept of abrogation and what the surahs teach within the context also of the hadith. You can learn all about this on my website, by the way. Go under the, the link on America's Betrayal. I go through the three stages of Islam. I explain how to read the Quran. What I want to discuss with you is what this person is saying, this legislator in Florida is saying. This is who they are. Pedophiles, this is who they are, okay? It's no different in a, in a perverted form. It's no different than what ISIS is doing and what is legalized in the Quran.
Now, ISIS is sex trafficking little children throughout the Middle East, which has happened since the Arab Spring. You can read about that on my website as well and how the CIA helped create the Arab Spring, which, by the way, is specifically linked to Benghazi. Because in order to do that, we had to funnel weapons and money after overthrowing Gaddafi. You get rid of Gaddafi, you take his cache of weapons, you smuggle them into Syria, you train militants in Jordan and Qatar with money and trained armed forces from Saudi Arabia, Turkey, the UK, and America. These rebels, these mercenaries, start to persecute and kill Christians and Jews who used to live peacefully. All of these people who are being killed were pushed down into refugee camps. And then all of this spills over into northern Iraq. And what's happening is there are no nine-year-old girls in this entire area, not just in Iraq and Syria, but also now in Libya, and I'm hearing now in Algeria. What's happening is that nine-year-old girls and younger, between, between the ages of one and nine, they are being kidnapped, or their parents are selling them for protection, They are bought at slave bazaars, and then they are married and remarried throughout Islamic-controlled areas. Now, why is child sex trafficking okay under Islam? Because it's what's in the Quran. The Quran is the law. Sharia law and Islam just mean, all they mean is submission to Allah. It means submission to what is instructed in the Quran. In the Quran, there are surahs, which is, which is the same as saying a chapter. In the Quran, you have surah 4.3, which says marrying, it's okay to marry multiple women. Surah 4.24, those multiple women can be slaves. They can also be prepubescent girls, surah 65.4. You can beat your wife as a form of punishment, surah 4.34. It is no coincidence that nine-year-old girls can be found, cannot be found. It is no coincidence that nine-year-old girls are being sold and bought and remarried and returned and remarried because Muhammad's allegedly famous or favorite wife, Aisha, he married her when she was six and he consummated the marriage with her, meaning he had sex with her when she was nine. And according to the Hadith Sahih Muslim 4-2127, he also punched her in the chest. Now, what I want to explain is that Muhammad and the Quran are instructing institutionalized violence against women. This is Islam. This is not ISIS. These are not extremists. These are not isolated incidents. This is why you find that when Muslim majorities populate an increase in populations in Western country, in Western countries, wherever they are, domestic violence and crimes against women escalate. The UK never had to deal with crimes against little girls in terms of child marriages or honor killings or institutionalized pedophilia. They did not have to do that until they started uncovering sex trafficking rings in Muslim communities after second and third generation Muslim communities were developing and growing and prostituting little children, which is illegal under Western law. Under Sharia law, this is not, this is not a problem. It's legal. 
We're going to talk more about the rights of little girls. We're going to talk more about what people try to say is normal, that this is who they are, that we need to protect pedophiles in the state of Florida. I'll be right back. You're listening to Bethany Blankley on Renegade Talk Radio. Nonstop Shock Radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. And we're back. This is Bethany Blankley hosting America's Betrayal on Renegade Talk Radio. To learn more, listen to more, read more, go to my website on BethanyBlankley.com. I'm talking to you about <clears throat> pedophilia and institutionalized violence against women that is t- instructed in the Quran. It's also evidenced by Muhammad's behavior. And if you were to go to Syria or Iraq right now, or parts of Libya or Algeria, you would see that girls between the ages of one and nine do not exist. They've been kidnapped, sold, and bought at slave bazaars. A lot of people think this is solely just ISIS. These are extremists. This doesn't happen in Islam, but it does. I've written about it. You can read about it on my website. There are numerous articles I've reported on where pedophilia, sex trafficking, prostitution, and human rights violation are just abundant. Go to any news sites that are explaining what's going on in Amsterdam or in areas all throughout the United Kingdom. Under the auspice of a quote-unquote Sharia Council, which, by the way, the mayor of Dallas or Irving outside of Dallas, Texas, said no way are we going to have Sharia councils in Irving, Texas. No way are we going to have Sharia councils. Well, what, was ha- what happened to that woman? She was attacked. She was maligned. A reporter from the Dallas Morning News tried to go after her in terms of saying whether or not she was fit to be mayor, asking her all kinds of questions about her custody rights with her children, her boyfriend. Uh, how does she balance being a woman and a mother and a mayor at the same time? I mean, you want to talk about the most ridiculous attacks on women? Go to the media. They have total double standards. Go to the Dallas Morning News and read how they have total double standards. They want to talk about gender equality and gay marriage. And yet anyone who exposes how gays are being killed or girls are being killed in Islam, they won't cover it. You want to talk about a not you want to talk about non-biased media. Read the majority of media today who will not discuss the fact that under Islam, it is okay and it is permitted, like the Sharia Council that would have existed had the mayor not said no. There are Sharia Councils in Rotherham, UK. You can read about it. The local city council was too afraid of being called racist for calling out what what they knew they were trying to suppress. The police, the social workers, the, the city council. By the way, they should all be in jail. For accessory to murder, sex trafficking, prostitution, pedophilia, forced abortions, and a a slew of human rights violations against little girls who were being married up to one hour. Because that's what you can do in a Sharia council. You can, the imam, can marry a little girl to a man. Because Muhammad was in his 50s when he married Aisha, who was age six. 
In Sharia law, you can be married for up to an hour. Then, by the by the affirmation of the husband or the imam, you can divorce that woman or child, and then she can be remarried to someone else for up to an hour, and then divorced and remarried and divorced and remarried. Does she have any say? No. Does she have any legal rights? No. In Manchester, Manchester, UK, Girls and women are being trafficked against their will. They're expected to be married by their traffickers at least 10 times each. This is happening in every major city where there is a growing number of immigration of Muslim population. And right now, Barack Obama is bringing in several hundred thousand Muslims every month into major metropolitan areas in America. That's a whole other issue. We'll get into it in many other segments, talking about the Islamification of America. We are a generation less than a generation behind what is going on in Europe. Anybody who says that I'm Islamophobic or people who are exposing this are Islamophobic, then what you need to say back to them is then what you support is child rape. You support pedophilia by supporting Islam. You support Jew hatred by supporting Islam. You support human human rights violations of little girls. Don't tell me that I'm afraid of Islam. I am not afraid of Islam. I am exposing the evil that people are trying trying to hide and cover up. That says it's okay to have sex with little girls. Well, I say that is not okay. It is not legal. It is not morally right. Little girls have rights. Where are the human rights activists? Where are the women's lib people? Little girls are being bought and sold. They're called sabaya. Kidnapped, categorized, stripped. I want you to think of every single little girl you know who is age nine or younger. I want you to think about them, visualize them, look about, look at their picture or their face, have their face in your mind. I want you to think about that little girl, age one through nine that you know. I want you to think about her being kidnapped after her parents or any other of her family members have been killed. And she or her siblings, they are categorized, they are stripped. They are stripped naked. They are shipped naked in containers. Once they arrive, their buyer reviews their body. They are distributed like produce or packages of beef in groups of hundreds. I'm talking hundreds of little girls naked and stripped in containers and shipped. Does that remind you of anything? Does that remind you of the cattle cars full and packed of Jews being transported to Auschwitz? They just got incinerated. These girls are being raped over and over and over again under the auspices of marriage, which is a righteous act under Islam. Go to my website. Read the quotes of the screenshots of a YouTube video of men being excited. They can't wait to go to the bazaar to purchase their slave, to purchase their wife. And once they purchase, what happens? These girls are held down. They're violated. They're discarded. They can be returned or resold. Even one guy on the YouTube video is saying he can't wait. He's going to sell one of these girls for a Glock. They're worth a gun. A little girl is worth is worth maybe even less than a gun. Throughout this area, after the Arab Spring, parents are being forced by Islamists to marry their daughters to jihadists in exchange for their family's protection. In exchange for selling their daughter, they get protection. They get a nicer house. They get a nicer car. They're given higher dowries. 
They're even given a higher social status if they sell their child. Now, you have to understand that when we're talking about these little girls who are being shipped naked, they are considered virgins. They're They're no good if they're not virgins. Now, after a child is violated, in order to be resold and remarried, she has to have surgery to restore her virginity. This is called hufad. Hufad is the same thing as what we call female genital mutilation. FGM is a human rights violation. It's outlawed by the United Nations. It's outlawed in America. It's outlawed in Western countries. In Islam, it is not outlawed. Hufad is sewing a girl's vagina closed. No man will marry a girl or a woman if her vagina is not closed. Her financial worth, how much she's worth financially, lies solely in how she can be proven to be a virgin. And how does one prove a little girl is a virgin? Well, they surgically mutilate her body, which, by the way, is no different than what is legal In the medical practice in America, it is legally permissible for a parent to surgically mutilate their child by removing their healthy organs, their healthy ovaries, their healthy breasts, their healthy fallopian tubes. It is illegal to inject hormones to stop puberty in children in America. It is not legal to cut their their genitals in the way that it is legal under Islam. But there's no difference. The child is being violated. And it's irreversible. If you close the tight, if you close the vagina area too tightly, meaning, meaning that in some cases when they sew up the vagina, they only leave a tiny opening to urinate. And by the way, this is too graphic for many of the news organizations to print. So they took this paragraph that I'm going to explain to you out in my column about Gone Girls. Read it. Gone Girls Sewn Up and Spit Out Nine-Year-Old Girl Commodities. That's my column that ran last week. When a vagina is so, when it's sewn up too tight and the sutures are too tight, the girl cannot urinate and she cannot menstruate. So when she has her period, she can't release the blood. She can't actually go to the bathroom. She dies. Think about it. All that stuff is being held inside of her body. I want you to think about that for every single little girl you know. A nine-year-old, an eight-year-old, a seven-year-old, a six-year-old, a five-year-old. Every toddler you know in kindergarten and first grade. I want you to think about those little girls being shipped naked in containers. This is legally justified in the in Sharia law. It is legally permissible to marry a child. It is legally permissible to sew up their vagina to prove that they are a virgin, even though they have been previously raped and mutilated by other men. I want you to think about the idea that your husband's word or that a mom's word is good enough to divorce you if you are a woman or a little girl. And that you have no rights and you can be married and divorced and remarried and redivorced and remarried and redivorced over and over and over again under Sharia law in a Sharia council that exists in Western countries throughout Europe. They exist in America. You want to talk about two towns that are completely Sharia compliant? One is called Holy Islamville in South Carolina. The other is Islamburg in upstate in Hancock, New York. You want to talk about legalizing pedophilia or sex trafficking or prostitution? 
it is legal under Islam. And what's happening? These little nine-year-old girls, well, they're getting pregnant because they've been forced upon by multiple men. And what's happening? Well, health clinicians in the UK, to Lebanon, to Libya, to Syria, to Egypt, to Iraq. What are health clinicians saying, even in the UK? In Libya, they're documenting growing numbers of forced abortions, miscarriages, stillbirths, labor complications, and a huge slew of sexually transmitted diseases. Nine-year-old girls are being pregnated, forced abortions, beaten. And little girls, let's say three or four, they don't know what's happening to them. They don't know what sex is. They don't know why they're bleeding, but they do know excruciating pain. Any child knows excruciating pain. What happens with excruciating pain? You scream. You cry. You writhe. You try to get away from the person who's violating you. This is incredible violence. And the American government, through our tax dollars and incurred debt, through the majority of people in Congress who are guilty of treason, including Barack Obama, most in the CIA, They are using our money, our guns, our transportation to do this to little girls. We are responsible for this. Little girls are being sewn up and spit out. And in my column, I give a list of humanitarian organizations who are on the ground trying to help these these children who have escaped. They're trying to help refugees, donate money, donate... Uh, blankets or whatever it is that you want to to help these defenseless girls you can actually do something to help there is a solution there are groups on the ground comprised of Syrians and Iraqis who are living there wanting to help these little girls who have survived horrific horrific experiences and crimes against humanity. You want to talk about how sorry we are never again for Auschwitz and genocide? Give me a break. We're allowing this to happen right now in the Middle East, throughout the Levant and Northern Africa. Kurdish girls who are teenagers are killing themselves because they can't handle it. They, will, they would rather die than allow what's happening to them under Islam. Because when you are not a Muslim and you are conquered by a Muslim, you have no rights. And the whole point of destroying society and culture and the family by killing and kidnapping and enslaving and prostituting girls is only one method that Islamists are using. They want to eliminate existing cultural and social norms because Islam is the civilization alternative. People need to understand this. There is a goal. There's a very specific, determined, relentless, unending goal for Islam as a civilization alternative. What people see on the news in ISIS, they are not extremists. They are doing exactly what Muhammad did. If you want to help these little girls, help their families, help survivors, help refugees, there are a list of organizations that I have in my column, which is on my website. A demand for action. The International Association for Human Values, Iraqi Christian Relief Council, Preemptive Love, Roads of Success, Wadi, World Vision, and Yazda. Those are just a few places to start. There are things that we can do. We can help these organizations help these girls on the ground.
We have responsibility. We can help these little girls and we can help promote truth by exposing the lies of every single person who says Islam is peaceful and that there are women's rights or child rights under Islam because that is not true. They do not exist. I've got to take a break. I'll be back. This is Bethany Blankley on Renegade Talk Radio. Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. We're back. This is Bethany Blankley. I've been talking to you a lot about pedophilia, transgender, mental disorders, wanting to have sex with animals, and where transgender and where having, well, actually, it's not legal, where having sex with children with pedophiles is legal under Islam. I'm going to read to you some reports from the Daily Mail, from the Telegraph, from the Independent, from news sites from Italy. I'm going to tell you what's happening to little girls that is being reported on and recorded by the United Nations. We're talking about children who are Christians and Yazidis, who are little girls who've been imprisoned and brutalized and beaten and sexually assaulted and then sold for about $10 each. You can't even get a good lunch for less than $10 in New York City. But throughout Iraq, Syria, Egypt, Algeria, Libya, you can buy a little girl for about $10. Now, some people who've had mobile phones, they've been able to hold on to them and hide them. And they've been able to escape or get in touch with some people. And so we're hearing reports from different news organizations. And what the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights has told the Daily Mail is that what is happening to these little girls amounts to war crimes or crimes against humanity. People do not, cannot even comprehend What's happening to children who are separated from their parents? Or how they are watched, they are forced to watch someone in their family be beheaded or killed or raped. This is what's happening. By the way, this is exactly what Muhammad did. I have written all about this. You can read it on my website at just search for Islam. Go to America's Betrayal and read about how Muhammad was brutally violent. He was not peaceful. He didn't promote anything remotely peaceful other than peace, which is understood in Islam. Peace will exist when everyone is subjugated to Islam. Because everybody's going to be killed who doesn't submit to Islam. One Yazidi woman was raped by 10 Islamic State men. She quoted, she told Euronews, this is what Euronews is quoting her, we were sold, she says, for 10 or $12. Who could accept that behavior? It's a shame to rape a woman, but when she is raped by 10 men, what is this? They are animals. They are not humans. She was able to escape, and local residents helped hide her, and she was hiding in Mosul in Iraq. A 17-year-old girl said she was being held captive with 40 other Yazidi women and girls. 
This is what she told La Repubblica, an Italian newspaper. She said, I beg you not to publish my name because I am so ashamed of what they are doing to me. There's a part of me that just wants to die. But there is another part of me that still hopes I will be saved and I will be able to embrace my parents once again. The newspaper was able to interview her by calling her on her mobile phone because her parents, who were in a refugee camp in Iraqi Kurdistan, got in touch with the newspaper. This is a girl who was separated from her parents and sold, kidnapped, and violated by multiple men. This is what she said to the newspaper. We've asked our jailers. Imagine this. Imagine someone you know, a little girl, asking to be killed. This is what she says, quote, we've asked our jailers to shoot us dead, to kill us, but we, are too, because, but we are too valuable for them, so they won't. They keep telling us we are unbelievers because we are non-Muslims and that we are their property, like war booty. They say we are like goats bought at a market. They're asked, these girls are asking to be killed, and they said, no, you're too valuable. You're valuable as a goat. And because they are not Muslims, they can be considered property and war booty. What I want you to understand is that this is Islam. This is in the Quran. Believe it or not, ISIS has a handbook for sex slaves. I'm going to repeat that. There is a handbook with questions and answers. It's called Questions and Answers on Taking Captives and Slaves. This is the whole point. Little girls are considered war booty. They are considered slaves. And unbelieving women, meaning non-Muslim women, specifically Christians and Yazidis, Kurds, anyone who is not, quote-unquote, a Muslim, there's no dispute, they're saying, among scholars. It is permissible to capture unbelieving women. You can do whatever you want to a non-Muslim woman. Here's a question. Here's the question. Can one have intercourse with a female captive? Answer. It is permissible to have sexual intercourse with the female captive. Allah the Almighty said, and they quote, Quran, Surah 23, 5 through 6. Successful are the believers who guard their chastity except from their wives or the captives and slaves that their right hand possesses, for then they are free from blame. First, you have to prove that they are a female sex slave. They are not Muslim, and then you can have sex with them. It says, if she is a virgin, her master can have intercourse with her immediately. However, if she isn't, her uterus must be purified first. That's what I was talking about earlier, female, ju- female genital mutilation. How do you purify a ur- how do you purify a ur- uterus? How do you purify someone's virginity? You sew them up. What about child sex slavery? They have a question about this. Is it permissible to have intercourse with a female slave who has not reached puberty? Answer. It is permissible to have intercourse with the female slave who hasn't reached puberty if she is fit for intercourse. However, if she is not fit for intercourse, it is enough to enjoy her without intercourse. 27 Q&A, a 27 question and answer pamphlet. It talks about the justification for having sex with children and women who are slaves and captured who are not Muslim women. This is what is promised to everyone who fights in jihad. It's not just to violate and kill 
and enslave and trade and marry and divorce and remarry non-Muslim girls as slaves. It is a, it is a form of humiliating anyone who disagrees with them. The entire point of this is not just what's permissible in the Quran, but it's laying the foundation for a new caliphate. It's laying down the foundation for Islam as a civilization alternative. You have to get rid of traditional norms. You have to get rid of the traditional family of societal norms, of societal structures and constructs. You have to create this environment that is a totalitarian political ideology that creates Islam as a civilization alternative. Another important understanding, to under, another important fact to understand about this, okay? Children who are born out of rape, women and children who are forced upon, who are slaves, who are taken captive under Islam, which is permissible in the Quran, as we've already written, it's on my website. Any child that is born outside of rape, they cannot be registered as a legitimate person, as a legitimate citizen. They're called, quote-unquote, stateless children. Stateless children, by the way, exist in China. If you are a child born outside of the one-child policy within a marriage, you have no rights. You are a stateless child. All of these stateless children exist in orphanages where they are... Where they are you want to talk about human rights violations. What's going on in China is disgusting. It's sick. There exist stateless children. They don't have rights to exist as human beings. So under Islam, under the Islamic State, what's happening when these women and children are violated, they can't have the forced abortions or the abortions go botched or whatever, and they have a child, that child is considered stateless. It has no rights, which is exactly what is happening in China. If you are born outside of, a par- of two parents who have gotten permission to ha- under the one-child policy, you are born stateless and you are sent to an orphanage because you have no rights. It's really quite remarkable what's happening in societies under a legal structure. This is permissible. The Q&A, this female sex slave handbook, exists. The official legal position supported through the Quran, institutionalizes violence against women and children. And for anyone who tells you otherwise, tell them to pick up the Quran and read it. It is in the Quran. No one is making this up other than Muhammad. I'll be back. We'll talk more about this, about sex trafficking, sexual violence, institutionalized violence against women, which is condoned and instructed in the Quran. You're listening to Bethany Blankley on Renegade Talk Radio. Again, go to my website to get a list of humanitarian organizations that are helping refugees and little girls who have survived horrific violations, human rights violations against them. Help reunite these children with their parents if they exist and help them get the help and the resources that they need for people who are on the ground in Syria and Iraq seeking to help these little girls. Think about the little girls that you know in your own lives. How grateful we are that we live in the United States of America 
that we can talk about this and expose evil and say, not on my watch, are we going to allow this to happen to little girls, not just over in the Middle East and the Levant and Northern Africa, but in the United States of America, we will not allow Sharia law to do this to little girls and to women. We value life in America. We value human rights. It is not a right to do this to little girls, to sew up their vaginas and to violate them over and over and over again. You're listening to Bethany Blankley on Renegade Talk Radio.